Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This is episode 81 with David Newell. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast. Where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxit. Welcome, Nomads. Today I have with me David Newell, and he's calling me from Boston, but um, I'll let you determine where he's from when he talks with his accent. But um, David is the head of uh, brokerage at FEI, where they help online business owners sell their businesses to investors. The niche has become increasingly popular with buyers online and offline in recent years as people discover the benefits of owning online investment. So we're going to be talking about passive income stream, and a lot of you nomads, you know, you, you tend to to live in different parts of the world. So this is going to be a particularly relevant topic because he's going to dissect different ways you can have passive incomes while you know traveling or living in different parts of the world. So welcome to the show, David. Thanks, Tay. I really appreciate it. Yes, yeah. yeah, so as you said, um, I look after. Uh, the brokerage um, department at FE International, which is uh, one of the largest um, online business brokerages in the world. And uh, we basically, in layman's terms, help people buy and sell websites and internet businesses that are revenue generating um, of all different kinds, everywhere from sort of $20,000 right up to $5 million. Wow. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, big scale. Uh, there are lots of people to work with. I think it's an industry that has risen in prominence, certainly in the last five years. It's still very small. There's still people discovering it every day. Um, and I think the biggest attraction, you know, why people come in is to really try and build that passive income stream to allow, you know, that lifestyle of digital nomad or even just build a kind of 21st century retirement portfolio in the oh. case of um you know the older age people awesome now, now do you it's like a stock market for for websites where you know you can buy an exchange uh it's not so much a stock market um think uh more more of an ebay i would say uh, where you have listings yeah listings are particular businesses um and they can vary you know wildly i mean obviously the internet's a pretty weird and wonderful place and there's plenty of ways to make money on it and so we sell businesses you know everything from 
e-commerce to AdSense sites through to software as a service businesses, straight software businesses, lead generation businesses across every niche you can think of really. So you could quite easily you know, fall on our website um, looking for a blog about gardening and at the same time see a photography software business or a medical education lead generation business. There's all sorts of things uh, that people are interested in buying. No, no, I, I like the eBay analogy. So let's say, um, you know, I'm, I'm an aspiring potential investor. What would I do? I'll log into your site um, and then what's the process? Yeah, that's right. So you come in, uh, you have a look at listings. Obviously, you might have a sense about how much you want to spend, um, uh, what kind of niche you have an interest in or, per- or personal experience in and what sort of business model, you know, you're particular set would be good at you might you might be an expert at content or seo or you might be really good um a developer so that might dictate what type of business you like and you'll look through those lists and then if you see something you'll like you can request additional information on it and we'll send you like a, a 20 to 30 page information packet that covers everything about that uh, business so similar to how in eBay you'd have like a listing description mm-hmm. uh, the prospectus in this case is 20 to 30 pages about the financials of the business the operational history the traffic uh, all sorts of questions and answers that the sellers provided about the business and, and and growth opportunities about how to take it you know to the next level so that's the really kind of comprehensive pack that you know buyers use to take a decision about whether they want to go forward with a business or not Okay. Now I, I know it's a lot of upscale stuff. Do do you have to have what? How many users do your you know listers and sellers? Uh, well, potential sellers usually average users per month. Oh, it varies massively. I mean, uh, you know, I'm selling a uh, a social uh, gaming and chat business at the moment that gets a uh, 180 million page views a year oh, wow. um, <laughs> at the very extreme high end. <laughs> Uh, I think you know to put it in more in more modest terms. I'd say you know uh, the average business maybe sort of ten to thirty thousand uniques a month probably. Okay. Um, but you know it 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 can be you know traffic is not really the primary um, right uh, sort of criteria. Actually, more often than not, it's it's the revenue generation. So revenue people generation. are very focused on. Yeah, so people are very focused on the earnings that the website is making every month. Okay. No, no, I love it. Now, now it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really sounds intriguing. And one thing that I want to touch on, we were talking earlier and you were telling me how, um, you know, it's not necessarily just for the digital nomad because, you know, I think the social security system initially was put in place to have a, a nice retirement nest and egg. But the way the systems are set up right now, um, um, it's really not conducive for you to really have something or enough to live off when you retire. So passive income, right? They started to become more and more attractive to to employers and, and not just entrepreneurs. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts on, on ways they can do that and how they can use your service to do that. Because um Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And you're absolutely right. In fact a large like demographic of our buyers are actually you know, some people that you think were most unlikely website owners, they're sort of 40, 50-year-old people that are thinking about uh, retirement planning and adding passive income. They're oftentimes real estate investors or have other investments elsewhere. So they've got an idea about, um, you know, investing in 
businesses or, or assets that can create them an income. And a lot of people think about websites as a sort of digital version of real estate. So that, that kind of explains the overlap there. I think, um, you know, what we try and do for that demographic of people is help them understand how they can buy a business off someone where, you know, that the person who they're buying it off is probably running, you know, a small aspect of it for anywhere between five and 20 hours a week. And we try and help them understand how they can take that five to 20 hours a week you know, and make it zero hours, outsource everything to the right partners and turn the business, you know, to a completely passive asset. And, you know, we help them do that by mapping out, you know, the process flows um, and all the work streams of the business and then outsource those to reliable third parties, you know, virtual assistants, oh, wow. um, cloud-based, cloud-based uh, help services and customer service and so forth. Um, until it's almost a completely sort of touchless business, and it's just generating, you know, nice cash each month for them. Wow! So you actually, you actually do some handholding as well. That's that's really cool. I mean, I, I was just, initially when you said that, I was just thinking, you know, someone goes and buys the business, and then, you know, they figure it out themselves. They got to figure out the virtual assistants and all that. But it sounds like you have a system in place that, at least initially, um, helps out a little bit, which is you know orientation. Yeah. I mean, it's a big financial commitment, and I think, you know, well, oftentimes it can be, and I think, uh, you know, you need to be very sure about what your transition plan is post-sale, right? You know, buying a business is one thing, running it is an entirely different animal, and we find that supporting people through the process right into transition is really helps them, you know, get the confidence to pull the trigger in the first place, so we're always, you know, on hand to help people with that. Okay. Now talk to me about the different ways people make money from it. I know it's you talked about the revenue models that people have sometimes, but um, what if what are the ways that you've seen and you've noticed? So I think you know in terms of our split of business sales, I'd say they're kind of split uh, evenly. I think uh, a, a common one um, for a lot is the very traditional content, you know, blog model, uh, and that's either monetized through advertising, display advertising like AdSense or direct advertising with other partners or CPM networks. Um, and also people uh, following like the affiliate angle, so a lot of people make a lot of money off Amazon affiliate websites and again that's just a case of doing product review content sites and then linking out to uh, Amazon for purchasing so those are very and they're quite simple for people to understand particularly offline people because you know to an extent once they're up and running it's just a case of posting more content to get the traffic in each month to either get the advertising revenue or get the affiliate revenue so that's certainly one quite common uh, method another um, is e-commerce and again that's very popular with a lot of people um, particularly in the offline world because I think everybody interacts with retail so has an understanding about you know cost of sales gross margins and net margins and so forth so we see a lot of people um, are wanting to acquire uh, e-commerce businesses often drop ship um, which you know means they don't have to worry about the inventory um, warehousing uh, and fulfillment of orders. Um, instead, they're just concerned about driving, you know, traffic to the business. And then a slightly more technical, like further scale, uh, but very popular amongst buyers is your software as a service type businesses. So these are 
you know, recurring revenue um, software offerings that are in the cloud to customers. So, for example, you know, just recently I've sold a, um, a photography uh, storage um, service where people could upload, you know, their photos and have them displayed on a nice uh, website, and you would pay, you know, twenty or thirty dollars a month. Uh, for that service, and it had you know two thousand or so customers. Um, so that's another example of uh, wow. a monetization model that people buy. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm loving it, and I'm <laughs> I'm getting more intrigued. I was wondering why no one even thought of this before, but it seems like how long has this been in business? Uh, what specifically? The the the, um, the whole model where people can buy and sort of sell the eBay of uh, websites, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been going for probably. 10 years now I think it's it's the industry went through some uh, kind of different iterations in the early years when people were first getting into it they didn't really understand so people were buying websites for very very little money and then as uh, brokers saw the opportunity particularly people selling offline businesses already um, they came in and kind of formalized it and now it's kind of at the more mature sensible stage now and it's probably been like that for about six years now that's cool no it's cool um, I'll definitely be checking it out one thing that I, I'm, I'm listening to and, I, and I'm, I'm hearing from you is it sounds like you're saying you know buying a business and building one are not mutually exclusive exclusive no I mean and this is Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. The thing I think uh, uh, a lot of people face the buy versus build debate, right? It's the yeah. classic sort of entrepreneur. I think if you're an entrepreneur, you're always going to start that. And, you know, a lot of people start with build either out of necessity because they, you know, don't have the capital or, or out of intrigue. So what but we, what we tend to find is we get a lot of what I call second stage entrepreneurs come and buy from us. Mm-hmm. And they're people that have already done it once, done it successfully, and now they want to use those skills to leverage um, into an existing business. So like, uh, you know, there's a, as you'll know, there's a lot of sunk effort and time, you know, in the early days of starting a business. And if you've got the capital, you can potentially skip all of that, buy something that's already a proven business model, and use, you know, your skills to potentially boost the business up uh, you know, overnight, and we see that quite a lot. You know, we see people with you know, particularly expert SEO or PPC or email marketing ability, buy uh, an otherwise under monetized business, and then within two or three months, you know, they've doubled the value of it because of the skills they've brought to the table. Hmm. No, no, I, I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm, I've definitely faced that dilemma where it's buy or build, and I'm starting to see. It's not, especially when I've started to surround myself with more serial entrepreneurs. I hear the stories, and it's it's like what you said. It's it's so mutually exclusive because sometimes you just you can add value to one existing business. Other times, it just makes sense to you know to to build one. So it just depends on the scenario and uh, kind of where you are. 
at that point. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And certainly that like that offline demographic of people, you know, who wouldn't have a clue how to build and absolutely. have an interest in learning all of that. Okay. They're very keen to, you know, buy their way into it and outsource the uh, the difficult bits. All right, all right. Talking to David Newell here and um you know, we're talking investments, we're talking building businesses, we're talking about um, websites and um, ways to set up your business so you have passive income stream. Now, uh, do you have examples of people that have set up the business where, to such a place where they can try, you don't have to mention names, where they can travel to the, wor- the world without looking at it? Because a lot of the people here are thinking, you know, some of them might be people that just tend to be, I don't know, working out of a, you know, a cyber cafe in, uh, in Thailand. And, and Bali and they just like you know that lifestyle that allows them to go move every three months but I'm guessing one of them is wondering well, hey, could I buy this business and really set it up I know you, I know he David said they have like the help of virtual assistants and all that but is there really a place or a system that allows me to do that so that I can like try yeah it? absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely and like you know we sort of sell about 70 or so businesses a year and wow. uh, you know the vast majority of people that buy and sell those businesses are you know those digital nomad types you know in the last three or four months you know I've bought and sold uh, businesses on people's behalf through Japan, Thailand, um, Korea, Colombia, the US, the UK, Spain my client list at the moment is equally varied and these are people that you know are constantly on the move uh, and constantly you know optimizing their businesses so that they don't have to um, you know stay in one place and work the you know 20 or 30 hours a week solid on it um, I think you know some businesses more than others uh, you know make sense um, from the outsourcing perspective you know one of the things about you know, buying an established business already is that it's got a fixed kind of set of work streams and hours and so forth with it. So it's a lot clearer from the outset how to go about outsourcing that. If you're building a business and traveling around, the prospect of, you know, outsourcing components of it could seem very difficult and very challenging because, you know, you're doing a lot of critical work then. But, you know, if you buy a SaaS business with a thousand paying customers already and everybody's, you know, the average sort of retention rate, you know, is two years or whatever, uh, and you know the way it's fifteen hours customer support a, uh, a week. Then you know you can feel pretty confident about putting that out. Absolutely, as competent Definitely. virtual assistants, and then go off, you know, traveling around the world, do your week long trek in the Amazon or whatever, and you know <laughs> you're going to come back and your business hasn't fallen apart. And that's and that's very much like the wheelhouse that we deal with, you know. Sure, for sure, not all businesses are candidates for outsourcing, but yeah. a lot of the ones that we are are right for it. Okay, okay, no, that's good. Where where can we? What, what what's the website? Where can we find out more about the site, more about the business? Uh, so we're at www.feinternational.com, and uh, you know one of the things we tried to do a lot of uh, in the last twelve to eighteen months is get a lot of like information out there to people because you know I know when we uh, first started chatting you were like what on earth is buying and selling I, I have no idea I was like what is this <laughs> <laughs> exactly right so uh, we get that a lot right and most people you know I can't explain my job to them so uh, <laughs> what we're about is you know trying to bring it down to you know the sensible person's level so on our site you know there's a lot of great content there's a lot of okay. free guides and a lot of good information there to help you understand you know right. how to buy and sell okay 
So www.feinternational.com or .org? .com. .com. All right. So you just moved, right? That's right, yeah. From the UK to... From London. Yeah, from London to, to yeah, yeah. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> what what has been your what has your experience been like since you've been in Boston? <laughs> Is there a culture shock it's, moment? Uh, What's it been like? <laughs> it's not been too bad, you know. I think Boston, out of most American cities, is probably you know on the more European kind of colonial. Mm. Um, you know, oh I look, it's the first city that you know the British came over and conquered, so it looks a lot like Britain. So I'm feeling like uh, I'm feeling quite at home, just with a lot better weather. Than ah, I was well, it's not raining London. as much, is it? <laughs> no, no, exactly. Thank no, God. No, uh, no. It's interesting because um, okay, because you know you, you came to like I haven't been to Boston yet. That's one city I haven't been to, but I'm not far from you. I'm actually in New York right now, um, and does this rivalry between them but it's always such a different culture where you know a lot of uh, people in boston uh, tend to have a, an interesting perspective of new york and a lot of new yorkers have an interesting perspective of boston so i'm always curious what people think when they when they travel there if you found like a, a pub or, or a nice area where you can watch some uh some stuff that keeps yeah, you yeah i found i found a good couple of very irish boston bars to hang out in <laughs> and some like some pretty some pretty sketchy dive bars to go drinking in as well <laughs> but you're right you know there's definitely like a boston new york kind of civil acrimony i think bostonians are very proud um they uh you know they're very proud of their city um, oh yeah they, you know they won't take any uh, crap about it from uh, from new yorkers oh, but it's nice you know i think it's <laughs> No, no, I think especially it's, during the baseball games, right? The Yankees and Red Sox. That's the biggest rivalry there they have. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm a big sports fan, and, you know, I'm Nigerian. So the first team I grew up loving, I don't know, this might make you hate me or love me. I don't know. I, I'm a big Manchester United fan, right? So. Uh, same. I'm oh, same. you are? That's so good. Oh, good. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> when, I, when I mention it, I'm always, I'm very... I'm a little bit timid when I mention it because sometimes when I run across a Liverpool fan or an Arsenal fan, I'm like, oh, we just had such a good time talking and now we're, we're here. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm a huge Man U fan and I was happy with the, the game uh, two days ago with Club Bruges. But do you still get to watch those games? Actually, I get to see more of them than ever before and for much cheaper it's uh it's really? incredible like you can watch the premier league in the u.s like <laughs> you have all the games and they're really cheap to watch whereas in the uk it's like really expensive to watch ah. them and they only have a few so uh no it's been great i never ah, thought good. i'd see so much do you think they're gonna do it this year mm, i i favor arsenal this you year, favor arsenal you think it. arsenal really yeah, I think best squad in ten years playing ah. with each other for a while could be interesting. Yeah, no, no, we'll see. But I'll, it's I'll... gonna be it's gonna be a much better season this year than last than last year. Last year was over by you know March time. This year it's open. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm not a big Man City fan, but I, I, for some reason I think there it might be. I think Man U still needs to do a little bit more, but I think Man City might have a, a strong squad. I thought Chelsea would have started off better, but. I'm, I can't complain about the start they had, so <laughs> but we'll see. But um, okay, so feinternational.com. 
one um we want to do one more fun fact about you what's the uh country that you what's the country that's your favorite country in the world let's, let's just start with that uh, that's an easy one colombia colombia yeah, so i lived yeah i lived in medellin for a, a month when i was traveling south america hmm. uh, a couple of years ago and uh yeah i mean uh, best beaches best like really good tech community you uh-huh. know great food great people beautiful loved it all right all right well i have to check it out that i haven't been to south america yet and then um last question i always ask everybody how do you use your difference to make a difference <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> i think you know as we was kind of talking about at the start of the call i feel like uh, a lot of people who don't know much about buying online businesses and stuff are naturally mm. a bit you know um, scared and a bit concerned about you know what might happen and i think one of my differences is inspiring confidence in people and you know encouraging them to like you know push out of their comfort zone um you know when it feels right to do so and i think i've done that with a lot of people at fe over the years and it's been nice for them to come back after three or six months and say you know what buying this business is brilliant and i'm really happy with it i'm really glad i did it so you know when you get those reports back and you know people are really happy that you know made them good money or help their lives out in some way you know that's always pretty rewarding to her no, it's good. No, I think it's uh, always makes it even more worth it because uh, you feel like you're adding value to someone's life. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah? Well, you know, I mean, thank you so much for coming on the show. I feel like I've learned a lot more. I know I was initially skeptical because I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know enough about the topic, but I, it's definitely relevant, and I'm always looking for different ways to, to add to the passive income stream, but even just to. To learn about uh, you know different ways you can add value to other people's businesses, um, I think this is one way people can um, become interested in entrepreneurs. I don't think this certainly one path to being an entrepreneur. I think there are many many paths. Um, I think you you never know what you could stumble across uh, on a site like yours. So um, appreciate you coming on here to to share that knowledge with us. Well, it's been absolutely uh, great to do it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know what? I'm still holding that hope. Man, you's going to win this year, even though that's against conventional wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> that's against conventional wisdom. I tell you what, <laughs> if they do, we'll we'll go have a party. Yeah, the there we season. go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But uh, thank you so much, and I'll I can't wait for this to come out. I'll let you know when this is out, and then we'll uh, we'll get to sharing and hopefully get more people and more websites um, listed on on the site. Great to chat. All right. Thank you so much. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.